I chewed gum for you because you said I smelled, I, I reeked of booze. The smell of booze on, on a woman's breath. It smells like opportunity. finish hiking up your skirt yes (laughs) just enough so i could cross my legs fine i don't make a comment every time you make every time i adjust myself adjustments (laughs) i just turn the other way uh welcome back you're listening to air up my shorts i'm the word whore and i'm preston buttons and we're um having another episode apparently Yay! Here we are. Um, This is actually a momentous occasion. It is the one-month anniversary of our first podcast. It's a special day. It's a special day. And we just like to take a moment to reflect back on the last 30 days, how they've impacted our lives, the, the changes, the hardship, the, the tears, the laughter... And your love that has kept us strong through it all. It's all for the fans. If it weren't for the fans, we'd still be drunk. We are still drunk. All right. Excellent! We're one month old. We're one month old. Are we gonna are we gonna measure the podcast like in sort of the way they do with babies? Where it's like months until it's two years? Oh we should. <laughs> yes. Oh, I like that. That's sweet. And we can mark its height on a wall by the door. Uh, How high are we today? I was I was going to check my pants, but I guess you mean in as the rankings? As a podcast, <laughs> not, oh. not as human entities. Oh, that. I don't know how high you are today. As a podcast today, we had we had a big Well, we're at 30, a moment. 34. We're number 38. 38. On the Canadian iTunes podcast 100 top the the top 100 podcasts on the canadian music store itunes yes yes we still didn't say it right but anyway um you get the gist that's a big deal that's a big deal it is a big deal that means that uh that some of you some of you are (laughs) listening more than once yeah or at least clicking on the subscribe button accidentally or something do you have to be so defeatist it's my upbringing Really? Can I hear more about that? No. What else is going on? Um, I listened to Stupidly, and I said I'd never do it again, and somehow I, against my better judgment, listened to our last show, and was horrified by the fact that now not only do I have to wake up and apologize to every person that I was out drinking with the night before, but now I have to actually apologize to the world. That is going to take some getting used to. Because usually it's a bit of a struggle for me to remember who I was with the night before and figure out who they were and f- track them down and apologize. Now you can just make blanket statements. And now I can just blanket apologize. So this is my blanket apology for last podcast. Yes, hammered. 
yes, slurring, yes, nonsensical, but that's what you love about me, everybody except for one person. What the fuck is coming out of your mouth? We have a really long story, so we should get to it, but I, I do think we should officially say, um, really, truly, I know it sounded very sarcastic at the beginning, but we are very grateful. You know, it's it's... It's been one one solid month, and... And we're almost famous. But we do definitely still very, very, very much need your, your short stories. Uh, your short stories. Yes, please, send and, in short stories. Um, your votes on Podcast Alley would be very much appreciated. And uh, please do, anyone using iTunes, please subscribe to us through iTunes, because... It does make a difference, and it is it is free. So, really, what have you got to lose? We're the only ones losing our dignity. You can wear headphones while you're listening. Do you see? Yeah, and, and free is a small price to pay for such a high reward. You think? Free, free is a small price to pay? <laughs> it's the smallest price you can pay. For entertainment such as this. Yes. Just think it would cost like 10 bucks to go to a movie. Mm-hmm. You're depressing me. I can't <laughs> believe you're not more excited about our one-month anniversary. I feel so like girly girl excited. at the moment. It's like I'm going, it's our anniversary, and you're going, uh-huh. It's just giving me... It's our anniversary. Oh, don't worry, I'll put in anniversary music. Happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy, 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 happy anniversary, happy, 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 happy anniversary. I can't breathe. Boom, 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 Please tell me we do not have a Jerry Hottie story coming up, because I just lost my breath on happy anniversary. No, this story is a little long, but it does actually have punctuation. Yay, I love <laughs> punctuation. Punctuation gets me hot. The Demon by Dave Aldridge. My bedroom ceiling is one of those painted affairs that's supposed to look like the sky at night. It's shoddy, though not cheap, and doesn't convince me. Tonight, however, as I lie awake, or maybe asleep, in my bed, I can see the stars, real stars, a red shape is gliding between them, circling in its descent toward, I am sure of this, my room, my bed, me. The demon settles at the foot of my bed in a flurry of leathery wings. It is about the size of a small person, red, as I've said already, with horns, teeth, tail, etc. Its genitals strike me immediately, not literally, but almost. Firstly, a huge phallus in a filthy state, about half the length again of the demon's bony torso, which dangles and gently rubs between two covered lumps, my feet. It also has a girly bit, situated just above, that reminds me of a Greek statue I saw somewhere once, breasts as well small, shriveled, scaly things with long nipples that flop about as the creature animately preens itself. Feathers arranged, it sets about washing. I sit up, 
trying not to be too fascinated by the creature's slurpy, lick-clean method as it is applied to the areas in most desperate need of attention. I have determined that someone must make polite overtures if conversation is really to flow. I say, and then, well, I think I might be unimpressed at the demon's appearance because I've seen it before, though that's just an impression I get, and I really can't think where I would have. You don't really come across them in my line of work, bank clerk. I'd like to say its voice is more surprising, but I'm not really confident pinning down what it sounds like. It sort of sounds like most things, really. It says its first words to me. I can make you anyone else who ever lived. Who else would you like to be? Determined not to be outbid on the enigmatic stakes, I reply. Who would you be? The creature laughs, quite loud and shrill. <sighs> I can be anything I want, anything you want. In demonstration, it cycles through a variety of metamorphoses. I cannot see what or who exactly, because in its arrogance the creature shifts shape rather too fast for my eyes to follow and my mind to process. But I am impressed now. What or who would you have me look like? Mm. George Clooney. You mean I don't? I'm afraid not. <laughs> this is not a hard question, and I begin to cycle through a variety of images in my head. The creature snaps. They always do that. I offer the opportunity to be anyone else you ever dreamed of. Anyone else who ever has or ever will exist. And you think immediately of sex. There is a time and place for that. Later. Chastised, I reply that the creature can, in that case, look like anything it bloody well wants. Then I will stay as I am, since my hideous appearance is most appropriate to my nature. I quake, genuinely. And to my question, who else would you be? Batman. It's the first thing that comes into my head. I regret it immediately. Because when the creature snaps, I get a full view of a quite nasty set of tiny razor-like teeth. Brown. Seriously? It says. Would you not be someone else if you could? I reply that in fact I am quite happy with who I am. That I have a stable job, a beautiful wife, excellent wispy bits of hair that cover my ears, and an incredibly trendy way of saying, All right, I am not being facetious. These things are me. The demon cocks its head to listen, aware that I am in earnest. Far too earnest, I feel, for some reason. Yes, and do you think that anyone else who ever lived or ever will would ever want to be you? Pondering this, I watch the stars supernova in the sky. Others are born. I say, no. The demon laughs again. They always say that. It laughs at some length, swinging its horned head maniacally round on its long, bendy neck like a spiked ball and chain, and I have to interrupt. I suppose I would like a try at being someone else, then. Tiny eyes snap back into line with mine, sullenly. Batman never existed. 
Of course he has. The demon snaps, frustrated again. But you have never wanted to be him. What do you really want in who you are? The thing knows my answers before I have said them. Its eyes glitter with satisfaction a split second previous to my saying, I want to be worshipped. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> of course. <laughs> then? She worships you. I have nothing to say to that. Well? I would like to be Jesus Christ. Can you do that one? Offended. Of course I can. But why would you want to be Jesus of Nazareth? He himself got bored with it soon enough. Besides, there are other Christs, other ways to be worshipped. I say, yes, I suppose so. And I think of a stage and the stench of adulating devotees, of leading men through waves of gore and storms of steel, of books and albums on a shelf in every house that ever existed, of saving lives, revolution, selling tablets to 13-year-olds, being number 32 on the top 100 in iTunes, Canada. And not number one? <laughs> no, number 32. <laughs> of being loved by a woman? I'm bored with that. I suppose you would be. Wow, he knows is, me too. This is this is your life, mm, word whore. I know it's a little freaky. Breaking tape in slow motion, writing laws in stone, sword and sorcery, blazing saddles. I am ashamed at the poetry hidden in the depths of my soul. The creature is pissing itself in excitement. I recoil my feet, disgusted, as they are getting warm. Then a new thought, and the shame is gone. I want to be notorious. Make me Moriarty, Jack the Ripper, Lilith. Who? 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 Not fussed. You decide. And I shall. You will not be displeased. The creature takes flight, and I soar with him. I have no doubt, as I see eternity spread out beneath us, that he can do what he says and more. Make me anyone I ask. There is a price, you know. There is a cost of being worshipped, if that is what you want this time. Of course. I thought as much. We're on a mountaintop. All of existence surrounds us. It is real, it buffets me, and the smell of everything confuses my nostrils, burns. As I turn around, I can see it all below me. It is not beautiful as I had first thought. It is more small. The demon stands alongside. I fall at his feet, kneel before him. The creature laughs. This is beginning to irritate me. That is not the price. I am not going to give you a share of this. I would not part with it. There is another way to pay me. The demon turns and fades into the distance, walking on the wind, with, I am certain, a jaunty wiggle of its bottom. I know what it wants. You usually do. All your demons want the same thing. I'm having deja devil vu going on here. I'm thirsty, badly. On my bed again, I undress and throw the covers off. They fall into eternity, and I am nauseous watching them disappear. I am uncertain at first whether to lay on my face or on my back, but then the sensation of not knowing which way is up or down overtakes me, and I figure this does not matter. 
My head spins, and the demon materializes again before me, on top of me. I let it have its way. The leering face, need I mention the hot breath on my cheeks, bobs in and out of focus, whether my eyes are open or closed, dripping, scalding sweat on my flesh, sagging, wrinkled breasts smother me. Sore, oh, sore, everywhere. The creature is curved beside me, an arm draped over my chest. I offer it a cigarette, as I always do. It takes one and ignites it with a snort of fire, takes a deep drag, as it always does. Again, that sensation of familiarity. I suggest to the demon that I feel I may have known it before, that all of this might have happened at another time. It laughs. Of course, I come to you every night of your life. You do not remember. No one does. I come to every man or woman who has ever lived or ever will. Every night. Absurdly, I know. I ask how it can be that the beast can get through so many people in one night. It laughs again and again and again. Have you ever thought that you might just be everyone who has ever lived? <laughs> the demon smokes Marlboros. As the words of the demon fade into sleep, for an oh-so-tiny moment, I understand everything. As we always do at that time of drifting out of consciousness. But it does not matter. I know that when I awake tomorrow morning, I will be another person, reborn, a new past, New memory. None of this will have happened. The end. Or is it? Whew. It's a really good story, and I think that's that's why we had no distracting banter. It's not... Uh... I, I was just so anxious to find out where it was going, which is much to David Aldridge's credit and shouldn't, I hope, offend any of our previous authors. <laughs> because I don't know why we were so just focused this evening. Why is that, Preston? I don't know. I think it's because it was captivating. Hmm. And autobiographical. Yeah. <sighs> we haven't had a contest yet. And celebrating we're, we're, our month? We we are celebrating our one-month anniversary. I don't see any flowers on my desk, but we are. This is the one-month anniversary of our first ever podcast. It's an emotional moment. Um, a contest. No card, no flowers, but... No, well, I didn't get any either. See, I didn't know it had to go both ways. <laughs> I expected just like a, thank you for making me pseudo-famous. Thank you for letting me ride your coattails. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. That's all I wanted. What I'm thinking is, yeah, a contest in line with the, the nature of the show, which um, originally was literature... Um, <laughs> believe it or not, um, I thought maybe we could have our listeners... Notice how we're not listed under the literature sections of any uh, podcast directory. Well, because that would just offend far too many people. And as it is, even though we have, like, explicit warnings slapped all over our asses everywhere we're listed, people are still emailing us, telling us it's crude and obscene. <laughs> that should be obvious. If yes. we were in literature marked PG, then yeah, burn our houses down. Walk a mile in our shoes and you'd be uh, crude and obscene, too. Fuck yeah. 
But I do actually. After listening to the last show, I, I didn't realize how bad it a, was. Should have had a counting meter like they did in the South Park episode for every time you said "fuck." <laughs> As it turns out, not only do I drink like a fish, smoke like a chimney, fuck like a rabid bunny, I swear like a sailor. I did not know that. Can we have some contest fan mail music? Um, contest music no, goes here on, on the fly. Oh, please. It has no words, our contest song? It's a contest, a contest, the word horn pressed in contest. It's a contest, a contest, you do something and we give you something. Oh, I like that. Oh, I like that. Thank you. That was nice. Sweet. Very reminiscent of, like, Paul Schaefer. <laughs> yeah, yeah about very, as good. Very Paul Schaefer-esque. <laughs> we were having our first contest. Hello! I'm waiting to hear what this contest is. <laughs> I'm making it up as I go. That's why I'm asking for your help. Uh, short story. Short work of fiction, emphasis on the word fiction, maximum 500 words. Write a short story about the adventures. The adventures of, of Preston Buttons and the word whore. Crime ooh, fighters. Ooh, 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 I like <laughs> it. No, but now you're giving it a genre. All right, so. Let them do whatever they want. But it has to feature one and or both of us. Fishmongers. What? Okay, you don't sorry, get to direct right. the content, they get okay. to do whatever they want. Work of fiction, so if you're out there, you're listening, and you know us, and you're going to, you think, you're going to fucking write a story that has actually happened to either of us, no dice, buddy. Uh, the winner will be selected by a committee of judges, on which Preston and I have no business sitting on or will... Well, we may be sitting on the judges. Oh, I think we will be the committee. <laughs> no, no. No. We won't be on the committee. I don't think it's fair for us to select them. I'll, I'll, I'll find some objective people. No, all I was going to say is I won't be sitting on the judges, but <laughs> I can't promise that. Because that might be what I have to do to get them on the judging committee. That's true. Okay, and so... What the winner are... will get... Drum roll. Oh, you're the drummer. You do it. Oh, for for the record, a uh, new segment coming up called Getting to Know You, where, where we're going to share a little glimpse into our secret lives because you've been asking so much about us. I'm giving you a little sneak preview. Preston Buttons is actually a drummer, which is why he's lazy and has lots of time to do a podcast. Uh, I like the drum roll. That's why I'm still talking. Yeah, well, I can't keep it up for too long. Well, I, I also don't know what the fucking prize is. An autographed picture of us? No. <laughs> Nobody's getting a picture of us. A picture of our backs. Autographed picture of our backsides. Yeah, you have to correctly identify which is which. Oh. <laughs> no, we'll send them our underwear. Okay, the winner receives one actually already worn, but washed before you get them. Um, <laughs> pair of Preston Buttons underwear, pair of the Word Horse underwear. Autographed. Sure you want to wash them? Autographed shorts. Seriously. I think we can do that, right? We can do that. 
We should autograph each other's shorts. Okay. We can it's, do that. It's a special prize, and it's tied to the show, and it makes more sense. Oh, you're never going to fit your name on my panties, baby. <laughs> Preston was here. So, we're accepting your short story submissions, maximum 500 words, by August 10th, 2005. Okay, it's time for a phone call. Chef Letch. His food's delicious, and so is his bottom. Here we go. How you doing? What's cooking? What's cooking? I'm what's, cooking, baby. What's cooking? Good looking. Yeah, I'm cooking. If you know what I'm talking about. Oh, we know what you're talking about. Do you have any wacky stories? Currently, I do not. One does come to mind. Is this a venue where I happen to undress? It may have been. Because I, I don't do that sort of thing. Oh, I see. Could it have been the night of the U.S. presidential election? Mm-hmm. Could I have exposed myself to a group of people that I had barely met? That was the night I was thinking of, yes. I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, that's a shame, because that was a very funny night. It was, and uh, if I were to have remembered anything, I may have remembered to uh, that I uh, might have showed my lower extremities to a man that may have been attracted to me. But, you know, I don't want to go as far as to assume anyone else's attraction to me. It, was this intentional exposure? Um, if you consider intentional undoing my own zipper and dropping my pants to my knees on my own. If you consider that intentional, then yes, I guess it would be intentional. You were coaxed by the promise of $9. Well, yes, they were, they were paying me for my services. I have to admit that uh, I am a cheap whore. Well, $9 is a lot in the States. Well, that was in a time where the, the Canadian dollar was uh, was not doing very well, so 9 bucks might have gotten me a solid $13 Canadian, which, I mean, that's a considerable amount of money up here. You know, that pays for the feed for the Huskies and the, and the dog sleds for quite a while. Were you ever compensated? Um, my lawyer is on the case, who I'm paying about four thousand Canadian dollars for, but he has guaranteed me that he can secure the nine nine U.S. dollars. Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad it's, that. Oh, sorry. We're in Canada. It's four thousand plus GST. Right. I'm glad that's going well then. The funny thing I found about the whole evening. Was I, don't, I don't like you using the term funny in any way when we're discussing me exposing myself. Oh, it wasn't finished. Okay, well, the, can we just use a different term other than funny okay, when the, I was naked in the bar? The unusual thing. Unusual is not not much better. The odd... Odd, yeah, I'm not... Yeah, I don't like odd either. The enormous... <laughs> enormous is much better. There, the, now I feel comfortable with this conversation. The enormous thing about that evening was, was the fact that we were actually kicked out of the bar, not because your pants were around your ankles, but because... We were thrown out of the bar, not... Because our friend Barry was pole dancing. Yes. The Had reason why, to do with the and people meeting. should know why we were pulled out of a bar in this day and age, was not because of a man exposing himself, but because of another man's sexual orientation, which is not cool. Totally if, not cool. If it had been because of exposure, then, you know, if that's the, the type of bar we were in, well, maybe we shouldn't have been there. Right. But that wasn't why. It was because of sexual orientation. 
and it may have had something to do with the fact on that evening that it was the evening of the U.S. presidential campaign and the person who got elected is opposed to these things and that's why people in the bar who are watching the election which when we arrived we made sure to get rid of on the TVs well because it was a big fucking downer yeah and we were in South Florida which is a bought campaign um, maybe that's why people at the bar were not comfortable with the fact that there was a man of alternate sexual preferences enjoying himself. Was the dancing good? The dancing was wonderful. We, we were dancing good. It was very sexy, we, but the thing is we were all dancing. We were all We were dancing. all dancing, one of us, with our pants around our knees. Yes, which was not the reason we got removed, no. which we'll say once again. So, yes, uh, what hap- What originally started as just a peekaboo, uh, pleasant evening out on the town, turned into a political... But these guys are we left that place and went to another place where they accepted our oh. diversity in the group people we were with. All of that us. included computer geniuses, antique dealers, chef Letch, strippers, diaper dealers. It was we we're, we're quite a diverse group of people that evening. That's a motley crew, I must it say. It was a motley crew, and you know what? If they can't accept us that way because of some political campaigning by some redneck baby kisser, that is their loss. This is the but, first this is the first political air out my shorts ever. Well, I apologize if this was not supposed to be political, but, you know, sometimes these things have to be said. Do not apologize. I actually thought you might talk to us a little bit about food and wine, but... We made the best of it, and we quite enjoyed ourselves. Well, you aired out your shorts uh, that night. I aired out my shorts that night, and I'm airing out my shorts right now. Oh, really? I'm standing by the window, swinging my shorts over my head. Cool. While, While I'm giving anti-American propaganda. Thanks for taking the time. Really appreciate it. Thank you for calling me. Keep cooking. I will keep cooking and I will keep exposing myself. Don't stir the soup with your penis. What if it's a cold soup? Um, then I, by all means do it. Then I get shrinky dink. Ooh. Thanks for the call. Thank you. And uh, have a good night. Preston, I will talk to you soon. Word whore? Yes. We'll be in touch. We'll be in touch. Naked. I hope so. Okay. <laughs> Ciao, Bella. Bye. Bye. He's a sweet, sweet man. And he can cook, and that's all any woman should ever want. Pretty penis to boot. Yay. Good night. You've been listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. Air out your shorts by sending your short stories to shorts at theitspot.com or visit us at our website at theitspot.com. 